Hey everyone, John here. This episode's about scamming and avoiding getting scammed as a host. It does happen. Some hosts are new to the game and some unscrupulous actors take advantage of people who are new. And here's how you can avoid it. And here's what you should actually be avoiding. So there's a scam called an overpayment scam. And long story short, the guest offers to pay for the reservation, but off platform, ask you to contact them by email. Sometimes they know how to send you an email that the Airbnb AI doesn't blank out, prompting you to reach out to the guests to get payment because you want that reservation. And however they're paying you, it's either going to be a bad check or a bad stolen credit card, and then you're going to be on the hook for the funds. Um, so you want to make sure if anyone's trying to contact you off the platform, just stick to the platform because if you stick to the platform, there's policing that goes on on platform and support if this does happen to you. And once you take it off platform, all of that just goes away and you're at risk for losing real money. Now, if you're taking direct bookings, you want to be especially careful with stolen credit cards, fraudulent credit cards, and check payments because there's no insurance for you if this goes sideways. So if there's a chargeback issued, meaning they call the credit card company and do a chargeback or the card is stolen and the credit card company actually does this, you are at risk for losing all of that money. What's actually happened in the past is I had guests come and stay only to find out later that the driver's license they provided to match the credit card was completely falsified on Photoshop and they were using a stolen credit card. I had that guest reach out to that owner of that credit card actually reach out to me and say, hey, that's my card. I never booked with your company. So I was alarmed. I found out that it was a bunch of gangsters staying at the house. They had guns in the home. We had to have police take them out. It was a really big ordeal. And I don't want this to happen to you. So if you, for whatever reason, are taking direct bookings because you want to maximize your occupancy, make sure that you're screening whoever's doing this direct booking because they can give you a bad form of payment and it will backfire on you. So it's not to say be scared, be afraid of taking direct bookings. It just means that you need to do more due diligence if you are going to take direct bookings as scams can happen on the platform or off the platform. Another scam that happens in Florida is someone will actually rent out the home for two weeks, pretend they're a realtor, show the property to prospective renters, collect a bunch of rental deposits, and then they just skip town. You want to make sure this activity is not happening at your home. So if your neighbors tip you off to anything or your ring camera picks up a lot of suspicious showing of your home, you definitely want to intervene because this can be that rental scam going on, or they can actually be showing the home for sale to collect some sort of down payment and skip town. This has happened in Florida several times. You don't want it to happen to you. So make sure that you at least have some sort of surveillance monitoring on your front area, the exterior. It's completely okay to do that. That would tip you off if any of this funny business is actually going on protecting you from that tremendous loss that can happen from a scam like this. Now, the cleaning scam is extremely prevalent in 2023. That's a scam where you know the house is left spotless, you have documentation, you check the house yourself after your cleaners, you have video, you have pictures, but miraculously, the guest finds trash under the bed, cockroaches that weren't there, and hair all over the place. And then they take a picture of the hair in the bed, they take a picture of the roach in the floor that wasn't in the kitchen, and then they say the place wasn't prepared properly. Well, if you had a QC process doing quality control or you inspected the place yourself, you know this isn't true. But what do you do in terms of how do you respond to your guests? Like, how do you prevent yourself from getting scammed? Well, it's always best to say, hey, I can send out my cleaning crew right away to take a look at it. Here are the pictures and documentation I have of my inspection that was done right before you checked in. And I'm happy to have the crew go out and fix any issues for you. 
but do not give up. Do not just cave in and give them the cleaning feedback. Airbnb will try to get a hold of you and actually give them the cleaning feedback to appease the guests. But guests have been doing this more often because Airbnb has been extremely lax about it. They've been giving out the clean fee as some sort of voucher just to shut them up so that you know they can go away and be happy, right? But it's not fair on hosts or on their vendors that prepare the place to guest ready standard and are getting scammed because Airbnb doesn't care about that fee. They're not making money on it. They could refund it as much as they want to. So you want to fight back if this happens to you. And to fight back, you definitely need proper documentation that your place was in fact prepared to guest ready standard. That involves having timestamp photos, a video walkthrough, or an inspection report that you have your QC crew do or that you do yourself. That way, if Airbnb does try to refund your cleaning fee to the guests to keep them quiet, you can come in and say, no, I did the process the right way. I did check it. What they're saying is not true. We tried to help them, but they didn't want us to go out there. Once you have this documentation, you can protect yourself from that risk of financial loss. So always have good documentation. It protects you. It really does. Don't skip it. I know it's extra work, but it's worth it in the end. So if you're new to the game, try to do everything on platform. Don't go off platform until you have a due diligence process to screen your guests, to check that their credit card or payment information is accurate. And don't take last minute payments because if you take a last minute credit card payment, this has happened. Guest checks into the house with a stolen card. Now they're in your home, in your property, and you find out four days into their stay that they use a stolen credit card. Then you got to call the police. It becomes a whole ordeal and you do not get paid. So you want to make sure that the guest pays if by credit card, it's at least a week or two in advance. That way, you know that you can verify that payment, that the bank doesn't charge it back and that you know it's locked in and good. It's really hard to do this when you're doing direct bookings and it's a really last minute stay because you don't have a lot of time to verify that the payment is legit. Just because it runs on your merchant like Stripe or PayPal doesn't mean it's their credit card. So you need to be aware of that. Same with checks. I wouldn't take personal checks unless you really trust the person. I would try to go for a credit card payment because that's the only way you're going to be sure that that thing runs and make sure you take it at least a week in advance so you know that it's good and locked in. That's my advice if you're taking direct bookings. But if you're new to the game, I really advise you just to stay on the platform because it cuts down your risk tremendously. I know you have to pay a service fee to be on platform, but that's part of what you're paying for. So if you're new, First, get experience under your belt, and then you could break off and then do your own guest screening, your own due diligence, and have your own payment process on your own. But when you're new, you do want to stick to the platform. One thing I love to do is to do research so I can make this content for you. If you want to support me so I can make more content for you, all I would need is your support. To support me, it would take 20 to 30 seconds if you could please leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you're using. I'd be extremely grateful for that because it helps get the show in front of more listeners. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, here's your invite. I'll include a link in the show notes so you could join the Facebook group where we'll have lots of helpful, exclusive discussion going on there. Until next time, friends, stay booked and take care. (laughs) 